Blog Talk Radio. Redskins fans, are you tired of the shill with no thrill? The hype of the believe that falls on deaf ears? Do you want a Redskins podcast where the hosts say, fuck your feelings? Then prepare yourself to be hit by a barrage of ghost hands that's stronger than RG3's knees. This is Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, whether you love somebody or hate everyone, prepare yourself for Keith and Brandon. Redskins Nation, what's going on? This is uh, Keith coming to you live from the balcony of Homewood Suites in New Orleans. What's going on, Redskins fans? How are you feeling after uh, this Monday night loss? Are you guys feeling like um, we've been bamboozled? Hmm? Are you feeling like uh, uh, Robin Hood came, snatched from the poor? It's probably not a good analogy. But anyway, how are you guys feeling? Because I could tell you I could spend the next 26 minutes telling you exactly how I feel. But first, before I do that, let me just say this. This is the third time now that I've been in New Orleans. I don't go to a lot of away games. When I lived in Florida, I went to some Tampa games. And I had horrid experiences uh, going to Raymond James Stadium and watching the Bucks play the Skins. I choose to come out to New Orleans. Uh, one, I have family out here. Um, and then two, New Orleans is just a party city, man. No matter where you go. Um, it's just a party city, and let me tell you, every time I've been here, the experience has been amazing, so I do recommend any of you guys who are looking to do some away games just for the experience. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a while before we play New Orleans again. Uh, for some reason, we got lucky and played them two years in a row. I know last season we played their division. This season's kind of like a, a, a toss-in game. Um, so it's probably going to be a good two, what, three years maybe before um, we play them again, and chances are we probably won't play them at home. But anyways, I'm just rambling. Uh, but let me give you my guys – or let me give you guys my experiences uh, since I've been here. Like I said, the fans here um, are fun as hell, fun as hell, um, friendly, you know. Yeah, they're going to give you – they're going to slander. You know what I mean? But if you're not coming out here and acting like an asshole, chances are you're going to have a good a good time. Um, like I said, this is my third time. I came out here in 2012 for Robert Griffin's uh, first game. Um, you know how that game went. Uh, that got me excited as a Redskins fan. Uh, but anyways, was out here last season. Um, actually, this is the fourth Saints game that I've been to. Uh, that one year, Pot Roast hooked it up when the Saints came to our neck of the woods. Pot Roast uh, was kind enough and hooked me up with uh, 
two tickets, got to bring my son who was four. So yeah, that was three years ago. Um, so anyways, this is the fourth time that I've actually seen, uh, this team. And right now I'm two and two, two and two against the Saints. But anyways, guys, walking to the dome was good times, man. Fans were great. Everybody was just having a good time. It really is party central out here. It really is like no other. I mean, I've been to FedEx before, and, yeah, the telegrading's good. There's a lot of, you know, uh, good food out there. But, man, the experience of just coming to this city and uh, seeing what New Orleans has to offer, you know, in my opinion, it just doesn't compare. Um, it, It really doesn't. But. Uh, Let me get back on track here. All I can say is this. I was excited coming to this game. I knew that a couple things could happen. We win this game, that's going to tell me that we're legit. We lose this game, that's going to tell me that we're not as legit as we think we are. And let me tell you, from start to fucking finish, you guys saw it? You watched you saw it. There's no difference between the TV and live. It was a shit show. It was a complete shit show. And this team literally came unprepared from start to finish. I mean, from start they were unprepared. And then you could tell at the finish there was no adjustments made at halftime. And maybe by that time there's really no adjustments that can be made. I mean, you had Drew Brees who – hit the record in the second quarter. You know what I mean? And like I said, coming into this game, I knew that we had that against us. I knew that the Saints were a good team offensively. Their defense was a little suspect. Our defense was ranked uh, number two, supposedly. But we got exposed. We got exposed for being imposters. Plain and simple, imposters. I have no idea how we were ranked two in defense, but they didn't come out here and play us like a number two defense. That's for damn sure. For damn sure. And here I'm thinking we're going to get lit up with the Saints run game when, in fact, we got lit up with the passing game. Now, I'm not surprised considering that Breeze had, what, 201 yards to go before he was going to hit his record. And I knew it was going to happen during this game. We all did. No way we were shutting Breeze down. Not at home. Not for a record-breaking potential. It just wasn't going to happen. And we were the team that's going to, it was going to happen to. It happens that way. What I'm disappointed in is not necessarily losing – I mean, yeah, I'm disappointed that we took an L. I'm disappointed that this game really showed us what kind of team we are. And here's why. Now, I could bust out stats, but you know what? I don't waste time with that because you guys can Google that. Here was the huge difference maker, in my opinion. When you give up three penalties on third downs and Drew Brees has the ball, He's going to make his pay. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, there was some dumb-ass penalties. What was Nicholson doing out there? 
What was Nicholson doing out there? Why? Why? We got a huge sack on Breeze, and you feel the need to go push push a man? For what? For what? Those were the difference makers. And Breeze ate us alive, and we were trading field goals for touchdowns. Those stats aren't those stats aren't going to get you a W. From start to finish, we were trash. And I'm going to tell you this. Now, I've been pretty patient with Alex Smith. My honest opinion, I wasn't thrilled that he joined the team, but at this point, with my disliking towards Cousins, at this point, Redskins could have paid a dead horse for $6 million. Hell, give the dead horse $18 million. Twenty million, twenty-two million, better than Kirk Cousins. And when I say better than Kirk Cousins, out of respect, I still think he sucks. But out of respect, he ain't worth eighty-four million. But anyways, this isn't about Kirk Cousins. This is about Alex Smith, who looked worse than Kirk Cousins out there on the field. You have only a little over 200 yards passing, and I could be wrong on that. I took a peek at the stat and moved on. I don't memorize stats. If you guys want stats, go listen to a fucking podcast that gives you stats. I'm going to give you straight-up fucking opinion. That's what I do. Doesn't mean my opinion's right. But when you throw for a little under 200 or and you have one interception and that's it, and all you've done is fucking check down all game. Now, granted, to be fair, I know there was some play calling where it was a short passing game trying to get yards after catch, but that shit wasn't working. Nothing was working this entire game. Nothing. We came out looking like shit on both sides of the ball. Now, I'm not going to recap plays. Basically, the only bright play the whole day was the pass to, to Mo Harris. It was a 42-yard pass. That happened right in front of me. That was amazing, actually. Other than that, the rest of the game was trash. It was so much trash that third quarter, I got up and pretended I had to go take a piss because I just couldn't bear to watch it anymore. I couldn't bear to watch it. And then I went outside, and I'm standing in the smoking section. And I'm talking to a bunch of Saints fans, and they're telling me some fucking stories that I don't give a shit about. But I'm listening because that's the right thing to do. But at this point, I'm thinking in my head, Jesus Christ, thank God I fucking know someone out here. Thank God that I didn't just come out here to see this game. Because I feel bad for the people who did come out here. And let me tell you, I met some Redskins tweet team members, and I have to tell you, they are exactly – who I thought they were, they were great people, good people. And, in fact, I saw on Twitter that the tweet team uh, did some volunteer work while they were here, and I can't do anything but applaud that. And I will continue to applaud when people do things like that. And, in fact, I wish I was actually involved in that. I didn't know they were doing that, but that was super cool, um, you know, to give back to this community here. Um, definitely cool. And let me tell you, I met these guys. You know, I make fun of Raw Raw fans. I do. 
because they love their team, win, lose, or draw, and they don't really say negative things about their team. They're not like me. I love my team. You guys saw how I was dressed at this game. I enjoy being a Redskins fan, but I also enjoy trashing them when they deserve it. And tonight, they deserve to be trashed. Because what we saw out there, we were bamboozled. And I had a feeling with that Green Bay loss that Green Bay is not the team that we thought they were. We were led on. We were led on. It was like Redskins fans went into a bar and we drank six, seven, eight, nine beers and we picked up this chick and we took her home. This chick was banging. We couldn't believe we got this chick home. We're like, holy shit. This chick is fucking fine. This chick is lit, as the cool kids say. So you wake up the next morning. And then you're calling the cab for this 350-pound chick that you just took home that you thought was amazing. And then you're trying to wonder, how is it even possible to even sleep with a 350-pound fucking woman? I mean, it's possible. People do it. But I ain't happy about it. Terrible analogy. But you get my point. So like I said, if you're coming to this podcast because you want professional stats, you're not going to get that with me. But what you will get with me is truth. And the truth is this. I couldn't be any more fucking disappointed as a fan. I am so fucking embarrassed to be a fan. Now, I'm not jumping a ledge. And I know some of you are thinking, oh, Jesus, dude, fuck. Week five. Yeah, you're right. It's week five. But we had an opportunity to show the world on Monday Night Football that we are a legit and potentially competitive team. And instead, what we looked like was a bunch of flopping dildos on a football field. Big, fat, hairy balls just bouncing around for no goddamn reason. They weren't doing shit. Shit. You know what I mean? That's what we were, embarrassed as a fan, embarrassed, embarrassed. We're not competitive. We're not even close to competitive. And if there are people, I was reading through Twitter, making excuses for this, for this game. And then I said, let me find someone. Let me find someone that says, well, at least we're still in first place. Oh, fuck out of here. It's week five. The only thing that good came out of this was the rest of the division loss, which is the only reason why we're still in first place, which I don't even go by that. Week five, we're not talking first place, because by week eight, we could be at the fucking dumpster where we belong, on the bottom of the division. It doesn't take long. So this whole first place shit, no thank you. I don't talk that. I talk what I see from week to week, and I saw complete trash, and I know you did too. And anyone who makes excuses for this product that went out on this field Monday night, I don't have time for you. But hit, hit me up on the Twitter, KGSkins26. I'd love, I'd love to debate and hear your side on how you think we're still, that this team is still a good football club. 
right? Because at this point, I don't even want to say the word Redskins. I mean, we might as well just be the Washingtons at this point, the Washingtons, because I'm that embarrassed. Not embarrassed because the team name is controversial, just embarrassed. So next week when people are like, oh, you're a Redskins fan? Nope, just like the Washingtons. Doesn't even make any sense. But at least I don't have to say the word Redskins right now. And you're right. I probably sound like a hurt ex. You know, I just lost. I just lost my girlfriend. But man, you got to expect more. You got to expect more from this team. And yet, we constantly get the same fucking results. Same result every season. I'm going to stick with my prediction. We're going to go seven and nine. We're going to go seven and nine. And there's going to be people out there who are going to be like, I love my team, win or lose. And that's fine. I'm not going to make fun of that anymore. I'm going to respect that. And here's why I'm going to respect that. Because I met some of those people tonight. And let me tell you, I've never seen a good group of people that are people that are just happy and positive to be Redskins fans. I ain't that guy. That's why I'm not a member of their their team. But when one of those members sees how disappointed I am and they legitimately said, hey, do you want one of my gloves? I got them from, you know, a player, and I have two. And I said, no, no, are you sure? And she says, well, I have two. I only need one. That right there told me those are the most selfless people. And I'm happy to say that I got to meet them and happy to say that I'm happy that they're Redskins fans. It ain't me. You know what I mean? But we need people like them to continue the Washington tradition. Sadly, I don't think I'm going to continue that tradition with my kids because my kids are influenced by my wife, who's an Eagles fan, and a lot of you already know that. And right now, I'm losing that battle with a seven-year-old, and I have a feeling I'm going to lose that battle with my two-year-old, too, only because we're surrounded by all Eagles fans and Eagles Nation. But anyways, I'm rambling. And a lot of you, or the three of you who will listen to this, this pod, might say, well, that was a big-ass waste of time. Yeah, you might be right. But here's what I got to say. I had a great time in New Orleans. Uh, I really do think that uh, next time we come out here, if any of you are looking to do away games, you should definitely come out here. Um, what I am really disappointed in is we had a week ago set up uh, post-game press conference media passes. I don't want to get into how I got them, but I got them. Now, a lot of you seen the way that I looked coming to this game. Just a football fan. You know what I mean? Like, I'm almost 40 years old, but I ain't dead. You know what I mean? I'm not going to come here wearing a polo tucked into tight jean pants with Nike Air Monarchs, the fours, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a football fan. 
and I had a pass to get in to this press game, or I'm sorry, this uh, press conference, post game, and one of the Saints members came to me right as Coach Payton came in and started talking at the podium, and he removed me. And I know 100% sure his words, his excuse was no fans allowed. Well, I have a pass. Well, how did you get those passes? Well, I got this pass through this organization. Not going to tell you how I got it, but I got this pass through the organization. And fans can be in there because it is set up through a program to where fans can be there. We were escorted and we were there with the person who works for the Saints who was chaperoning us. But apparently the person who runs the press conference, whatever title they are, press conference manager, Dickhead, I don't know. What do you want? Like that's what I want to call him. Press conference, dickhead. Removed me, takes us outside and says, "I don't care about your passes. No fans allowed. No, bro. No. It was because I was the only Redskins fan in there. Maybe you thought I was going to disrupt your press conference. I wasn't interested in that. I was just interested in experiencing something that a lot of people." can't say that they they did and on top of that being able to hear Drew Brees speak you know speak upon his record-breaking you know game man that would have been amazing to see that and instead I'm totally disappointed I'm totally upset about this I am fucking pissed first world problems but if I have a pass that gives me the media credentials to be in a room and I'm not being disruptive but because I'm wearing Redskins gear, I'm not allowed to be in this press conference? All right. Some people would argue, well, you're not media. You're right, I'm not. But I had a pass, and it was a legitimate pass. And the pass was given to me by, well, it doesn't matter. The pass was given to me. I had to know people to know people to know people, basically. I'm no one special, and I'm not going to pretend to be anyone special. But what I am is fucking pissed that that part of the experience was robbed for me. And the New Orleans Saints organization, well, I can't say that. I can't blame the organization, but I can blame manager, press conference manager, dickhead. He didn't even, like, you don't even have to be a dick. Like, I'm pissed. Oh, 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 oh. Here's how you know I'm out on a balcony. The AC just came on. Let me move. Anyways, I'm pissed at the fact that another person who has a high-level position was able to do whatever he wanted, and I didn't even get an opportunity to enjoy myself. And this was one of the reasons why I came down here as well. Once I found out that I was coming to this post-presser, I was like, wow. I'm not a media member. I'm no one special. I'm just a fan. But then to be kicked out because I'm a Redskins fan? Come on, man. That was just some straight bullshit. And that organization, that manager of press conference dickhead, 
I wish I knew who it was because I wouldn't let that slide. But anyways, I'm going to come to a close because I know that I've rambled this entire episode and the three of you are probably sleeping right now. So let me just say this. We better fucking win against the Panthers. Although how we played tonight, I don't see it happening. I don't. I don't. Not without a rushing game, not without a somewhat passing game. We've got to address this wide receiver situation. But we can't even blame we can't even blame it all on the wide receiver situation. Look at our run game. Run game was trash. What did Adrian Peterson have six yards? Four attempts for six yards? Trash. What was Chris Thompson? I mean, he was under 20 yards. I mean, I could be wrong. I read him very quickly. Anyways, you get my point. Trash. The run game was trash. The passing game was trash. Our offense in total, trash. Our defense, trash. And as of right now, that's where I see our organization continuing. Dumpster trash. And we better get our shit together because I'm telling you, as a fucking fan, I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of seeing other organizations who sucked for three years, but afterwards, somehow they get it. And not only do they get it, but they start winning. We've been stuck in this uh, twilight zone for I don't know how many fucking years now. And I'm not going to turn in my fan card, because that's just not the way that I roll. But I am tired of this shit show display that we've been seeing over the years. And something's got to be fucking done. And I don't know what it is. So I'm telling you, Redskins fans, if this shit doesn't get any better, continue to stop going to the game. Make them suffer in their pockets. So that way these assholes will go out and do their job and actually draft and go get some players that are actually going to fucking do something for our squad. I can't even believe that they came in this season thinking that, hey, we're good on the wide receiver side. Get the fuck out of here. And I know a lot of you want to argue Josh Doxson. Trash. Crowder. Trash. Ooh, I know that's tough because Crowder came off that one good year. Trash. Everything is trash. I'm trash. I'm trash right now because it's 1.30 in the morning and I'm talking on a podcast and only three people are going to listen. I'm trash. And the only way that we're going to stop being trash is if somebody makes a fucking good decision because I'm sick of this shit show. With that being said, though, hell to the Redskins. Hell to the motherfucking Redskins. Redskins till we die, right? Whatever. I'm rolling out. Peace out, y'all.